Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Was the first official domino to maybe settle things at least for maybe quite a while? Uh, did that domino fall today in which it was announced that Hunter Yurchek has extended his contract through 2027 at an annual of about $1.2 million? Does that kind of now start Maybe the other ball, which I'm guessing most have been wondering when it's going to be announced, but maybe it's not finalized yet. That is the contract for Sam Pittman. Yeah, it could just be an order of things given that. And I don't know, you kind of get the impression that, you know, your AD and then your head coach and then a coordinator and anybody else. But uh, I'm still surprised they haven't announced the contracts yet of the two new hires, the two new assistant mm-hmm. coaches. I mean, um, I put in an F, uh, a FOIA request for, for those, and they still don't have anything for them. So um, that's a little bit confusing, I mean, to be this far down the road and, and not to have any kind of contract for those guys. So um, it definitely feels like it's taken a little while, I mean, especially when you consider, I don't know, maybe Arkansas just moves a little bit slower. You know, when Nate Oates got his deal, I mean, that was like during the season when he was extended. Uh, when Musselman got his, it was over a month later, I believe. Um, so maybe they just move a little bit slower at Arkansas, but they'll get it done at some point. That's speaking of, I mean, that that is totally unusual, you would think, for two assistant coaches who've yeah. been representing Arkansas now for at least three, if not longer weeks, uh, to be out there representing Arkansas, but yet you can't find out any details about their uh, their contract. Uh, could it also have been, I, I doubt this had anything to do with it, but the SEC did announce today the distribution to the 14 different schools, $764 million uh, distributed directly from the conference office, uh, as well as $13.4 million retained by university that participated in the 2020-21 football bowl games to offset travel and other related bowl expenses. The amount distributed from the conference office, excluding bowl expenses retained by participants, averaged slightly over $54.6 million per school. The total distribution amount is comprised of revenue generated from television agreements, Postseason bowl games, the college football playoff, the SEC football championship game, the SEC men's basketball tournament, NCAA championships, and a supplemental surplus distribution, whatever that means. Because they've been waiting. As, Surely they're not waiting. They weren't waiting for that to be announced. <laughs> Arkansas. I hope, no. I hope they've got things no. figured out ahead of time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's not long before, you know, when ESPN takes, 
you know, full ownership yep. or whatever the SEC and Oklahoma and Texas join, uh, it'll it'll blow past a billion dollars. Yeah, it'll be over eighty million a team, uh, a school. Yep. Think about this, though, guys. I didn't know we'd get to this with Trey on here. I don't want to take too much of his time, but that is nine million per school more than the previous year. The previous year was nineteen was twenty nineteen twenty. Okay, so in the spring you lost spring sports and the SEC tournament only had one day. Okay, so that's nineteen twenty. In twenty and twenty one, you had less attendance at all the games, including the SEC championship game and including the bowl games, but it still went up nine million per school. Isn't that amazing? Mm-hmm. It's stunning. So that's last year. That that doesn't count this year. When you you got to believe it's going to be up some more, fifty four point six million per school. That's one reason the SEC is the best. That's why Oklahoma and Texas won it in. Right. People talk about you know win loss records and bowl game performances and stuff. And as I've said before, the reason the SEC is the best conference is because it has more money. There's more passion overall. Mm -hmm. Better fans. Better facilities better programs historically. I mean, it's every category. And this just means that there will be other revenue spent on facilities, not just at Arkansas. That's right. But around the SEC, it's going to continue to improve. Yeah, there are some teams that still, you know, have some areas where they can upgrade and stuff on facilities. I mean, Arkansas is to the point right now where it's just, you know, doing the stuff ridiculous like LSU did when they put – fold out beds in the lockers <laughs> yeah. you know it's right. it's it's that kind of stuff now yeah it is hey, their facilities are absolutely great and all that and that's why you can pay administrators more and all that kind of stuff and that's why eventually i think student athletes are going to get more somehow yeah yeah i guess some will argue now that's the reason why they could become employees of the school well i'd be careful on that i, I know i I'm, I'm, stuff. that was yeah. very much tongue-in-cheek rick yeah. yeah yeah i know you were talking about that i was thinking about what is tuition at stanford oh my gosh a lot more than arkansas yeah because yeah. i mean you'd get taxed on it absolutely you would that's and that's money that's going straight to tuition so that's not like you have money left over <laughs> you know right. to pay your taxes on it so now, maybe that would be a tax deduction, so uh, I, I don't know, but I don't know. I don't think it is right now. For Say, if your parents pay your tuition, they don't get a tax deduction for that, do they? I don't think uh, so. It's been a while. Uh, so that means if they give you 100000 we don't. Okay, so that means yeah. if, let's say, let's say that at Arkansas, total cost is $25,000. So let's say they the school gives the quarterback a year. gives the gives the quarterback a hundred thousand dollars. So he's got seventy five thousand dollars left, but he pays that twenty five thousand, but he's liable on taxes for a hundred thousand, not seventy five. So that's a that's a big difference. So he's not only paid the twenty five, but he's got to pay taxes on a hundred thousand. That's not a good deal. Yeah, we might be right back where we started from. <laughs> <laughs> they just, might prefer the scholarship. The exactly. That's right. Yeah. Need more uh, NIL deals. Uh, yeah. That we'll have to. Yeah, and I have to there. imagine. I mean, people that age. I mean, nothing against people that age, but you know, you 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 have experiences and you learn from experience and stuff. Think about how many people be unprepared. I mean, think about the NFL when they're. I don't know if you ever watched Broke, 
with the NFL, but, you know, it's guys get paychecks during the season for the whole year, and, you know, they blow all their money, and then, you know, the end of the season comes, and they wouldn't have any money because they didn't know how to manage it, which is one reason I always said that that should be a required freshman course, personal finance management. But, um, yeah, think about how many, how many, how many athletes would, uh, would be unprepared to pay their taxes because they didn't, they didn't do it right. Yeah, that's right. Uneducated. Well, they won't be playing the next year. They'll be in jail. How's that? <laughs> Didn't pay your taxes. Sorry. Well, he's the starting tackle for the uh, prison U team. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They, you definitely have a, a lien against you and destroy your credit for seven years. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. This is from our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback. This kind of fell in place. Uh, Nick said. I heard about the lawsuit in California making players become university employees. This is beyond a ridiculous idea. Be careful what you wish for. These athletes have no idea what they are asking for. Well, unfortunately, they have formed an association. Well, not unfortunately. uh, They have formed an association, and now you've got lawyers involved. You can tell what the lawyers are going to be about. They're going to be about the money, and if that can benefit them. The heck with the athletes. Whatever there's also be. there's also always kind of been an underwritten kind of rule, you know, when when things go bad and, you know, this day and age it's changed a lot, but it's still not as harsh. People aren't as harsh on student athletes, you know, performing poorly and those kind of things because they're kids, they're students, right? But once you start talking about professionals, you know, the shift blames of blame goes a lot from, you know, just blaming the head coach to blaming, you know, the professional athletes. And there's a lot of people that would take, you know, a change in approach to that, too. I mean, it's mm. there's all kinds of things that um, yeah, I could just see this going going poorly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't I don't I don't think that lawsuit's going to stand up. I don't, I don't think. Either. I don't think these guys are going to be called employees, and I don't. And again, I don't think most athletes want that. The NIL is a pretty good step, uh, and I think that's going to become more lucrative and more lucrative as we go along. Yeah, there's there's got to be some kind of regulation, some kind of way though. Um, and you know, I'm not. You can't be for the free market and say, you know, they they got to put a cap on it or something, but. Some way to make sure that it doesn't infiltrate recruiting. I thought Aaron Torres had a really good point on his podcast, uh, just about you know even if Texas A&M didn't, you know, spend thirty million dollars on their mm. recruiting class through NIL, somebody out there may think that they did, and try to how do we do that? Yeah. You know, how do we get ahead of the game on that? Uh, but he was kind of proposing like an idea of, you know, you don't get NIL money for at least you know one year. So I don't know how they would do that, but, um, you know, that way it would, I guess, in theory, take it out of the, the the hands of recruits and, you know, give it to players who've proven themselves on the field, which is, you know, we were talking about fair market value and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's really where it should go, to players that have proven themselves. Well, Trey and Randy, think about this, okay. So <clears throat> let's say um, I totally lost my train of thought. Never mind. I'll come, I'll come <laughs> well, back. I'll come okay, back. I'll come back to you. I'll, I'll jump okay. Oh no! There. Oh no! Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I was thinking. There was a fear when this came out that donors, instead of giving to at Arkansas, it'd be the Razorback Foundation, it might be the Tide Formation or wherever, they would put that into NILs for athletes. But as the SEC 
the money keeps going up to what the league gives to the schools, that could offset a lot of that if people aren't giving as much to the school because yeah. their revenue is coming up in other ways. Yeah, that's a good point. A real good point. Well, what I was going to say, on the other hand, you're talking about delaying it the NIL for a year. Okay. The way to get around that, let's just go ahead and give that kid an advance. Now, didn't say it was going to be legal, but yeah. or there are ways. They're going to, well, you know, banks banks will loan you money on income you're going to get. They'll do that's that. true. Yeah. That is true. And if, if you're guaranteed it, if it's well, guaranteed. It would probably just bring back the bag man, <laughs> let's right. be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very difficult. I think, it, it, well, it's been impossible so far to monitor it now. You don't. All you get is hearsay. How do we know Bryce Young got close to a million dollars as the quarterback at Alabama? Yeah. You know, how do you know? Most of us think he didn't, but we don't know that. Yeah. Uh, how, how? What about the, what, 50000 apiece for those offensive linemen down in Texas? How do we know they actually got that? You know, yeah. Well, can, that was, I think, released in a in a statement. but um, Through a foundation. They have to raise the money first. I mean, they have to pay, you know, a significant majority of that to charity. So it's like if they come up short, then, you know, that's a problem. Somebody's going to suffer is the way it usually works. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, I need to do this, but I can't get my mouth. There you go. There we go. Time to check the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Have you tried banking with Cube? Cutting-edge technology. Classic customer service. Only at First Arkansas Bank and Trust. This from the 870. My employer paid my education for my education. Had to sign a contract for them to do that. If they are school employees, get rid of the transfer portal. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, you'd have contracts. That would, man, that would change so much. My <laughs> gosh, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. Wow. Uh, this from the 501, I think it's from Bennett, says, do these NIL athletes have to pay taxes on this money? Yes. 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 But let's say again. If you're, let's say you make $25,000, I th- I can't remember what the exemption is, but you're not going to be hardly paying any taxes. Right. People that pay, people that make that kind of money, uh, it, why it sounds great to a college student, but you don't get taxed much on that, if at anything. Right. So if, if. Now on a million, be, you get taxed pretty heavy on that. If the quarterback's making a million bucks, then he's probably paying 400000 back unless he's yep. got a way to shelter it. So now nothing changes from a tax uh, standpoint if the money's coming from from a foundation, correct? No, however you get paid, it's it's it's, ta- it's, money's it's money. taxable. If they pay you yeah. to do something, this is like you looked at Hunter Urichek's contract, and six hundred and something thousand is coming out of the foundation. That's mm-hmm. he's still he's still liable on the taxes on that. Yeah, okay. like J.D. Note, he's not the. He's not the end of the charity. He's the face of the charity. Right. He's that's not re- correct. receiving, you know, he's he's being paid to represent right. the charity, which okay. he had an event last night also. Oh, did he? So they're out. Mm-hmm. They're, no they're raising money for it. Cool. Great. Him and Jalen Williams both. Great for them. All right, Trey, this from the 501 wanting to know the status of Dorian Gerald. 
I've not heard anything on Dorian, which, I mean, leads me to believe. I mean, we're almost a month out from the start of spring drills. I can't – I don't think that he's planning on coming back and playing. I'm not counting him. I mean, he would be a seventh-year guy. And technically, if that year is forgiven for COVID, then he could do it by the new by the new uh, medical red shirt rule. But I just – Seven years in college is a long time. <laughs> yeah. So, well, what about especially his body? when you keep getting I mean, hurt I, every year? I would yeah. think Trey number one is his body. I mean, is he mm-hmm. would he even be physically capable of returning for another year? Is it was it three years in a row that he was hurt in the first game? Yeah. Or yeah. last year it wasn't or the first early. game; it was the first practice after the first game. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. That's, that's, I mean, that's got a way on you. I mean, especially when you're talking about year seven, you want to give it a go one more time. I just haven't heard anything about it. So, <laughs> This is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. Hoggy says, I don't pay property taxes. I use the extra cheese for the reefer madness. <laughs> Touchdown, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, this isn't property tax. We're talking about income tax. So <laughs> I'm happy for you. Already. Let's talk to uh, Jeremy. Jeremy, good afternoon. Do you have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering, uh, uh, could y'all talk a little bit more about uh, the, the grads have about a contract uh, with the colleges that they uh, want to actually want to be at? And also, how about touching bases on uh, – what about the scholarships? How do they intertwine with uh, kids also bouncing around from school to school? Uh, how will that affect? And why, why? I'm not understanding why contracts ain't for a year or two. You know what I mean? Through, you know, I mean, I don't understand how these kids can just jump around from left and right, bounce around. It's just pretty soon it's just gonna be so messed up. It's gonna be a marble effect. But uh, yeah. I just want to just touch base on that. If y'all can uh, answer the question on that, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank well, before, you, Jeremy. Before Trey gives that a shot, let's just say this. We are way ahead of the game. We are oh, way yeah. ahead of it. It might be years before you even see this court decision uh, decided. So, Yeah, I don't even want to give it a shot. I mean, I'm so naive <laughs> on it all. <laughs> I'm totally ill-prepared to give it a shot on that. But I would I would think that, um, you know, when they, right now they say, you know, scholarships are a four-year deal, you know. Yeah. Um, so would it be a four-year contract? I don't know. I don't. I, it just so much has changed in such a quick time. It's just hard to. It's hard to keep track of it all. Um, but I. I, I don't. I th- I'm with you, Rick. I don't think that we're we're going to end up going down this road. No. But it is interesting. The NIL and the transfer portal hit at about the same time. So that is two. Those are two revolutionary uh, aspects of college athletics that until the last couple of years ago were unthinkable. And so mm-hmm. you've got those two going on right now, much less trying to define whether they're employees or not. So e- even this is difficult for the NCAA to deal with. They don't have any way to control any of it. As you've said, there need to be some guidelines. There are no guidelines. Right. And they, you know, they opened the door for the one-time transfer uh, free and clear, but the, the NIL stuff was definitely forced on them. Yeah. Let's talk with... Hog, a holic. Hog, you have a question for Trey. 
I do, Trey. Uh, always great to have you on the show. I, I Thanks. searched uh, high and low to find out any details about K.K. Robinson, if, if his foot's still bothering him or, or, or what's going on. I really had expected him to come around by now, and I think he is the missing link that the Hogs really need uh, to, to be successful through the tournament. So you have any news on K.K.? Well, I think he's just not playing. Yeah, I mean, I I think they figured out the missing link about nine games ago uh, with changing one lineup after another. And that's just, you know, the way Musselman's going to play. You know, I think a better question might be, was Trey Wade hurt? You know, because we didn't – I don't think we saw him in the second half, did we? I don't remember Six minutes, and I think most of that yes came in the first half. Right. He was in for a little bit in the second half. Yeah, so I, I think he's just found the combination that works for him, and um, right now that doesn't include KK. And you know, there were times where they thought Jackson Robinson. You know, that's another guy that he started some games, and I don't remember him playing last night either. So, no, he didn't. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of HogSports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service.